0: Alright guys, welcome back to the Totally Worth It Podcast, week number six, right babe? Yep. Episode six. My name is Kendall. And I'm Haley. And we are your hosts. Welcome back. What's up? Can you believe it? We made six episodes already, oh, babe? That's six weeks. Six weeks. We have the character trait of commitment. We maybe. Have, maybe. <laughs> six is a lot, but it's not a lot. Yeah. I'm hoping that we can, uh, the goal is to commit to it, do it. And we've been good about it so far.
1: Yeah. I struggle uh, sometimes at night yeah, wanting you do. to do it. But
0: you do. It makes me sad sometimes.
1: I don't, but it's not that I don't want to do I know really that it's it. not,
0: but it's still like I just need someone that's, you know, in my corner. Once the
1: sun goes down, don't ask me to do <laughs> nothing. <laughs> i got
0: to go to bed. Uh, <laughs> so explain uh, real quick for everybody who's listening that can't see what we're doing. Explain the difference between the first five weeks and right now the what we're doing right now.
1: Okay. So the first five weeks have been on our couch with them reclined.
0: Yeah. Comfortable. All cozy
1: and comfortable. And Kendall threw my idea in the trash can about just um <laughs> adding some things to our living room that would make it a little bit nicer. So when we go to video, it still looks nice and then we're still in the comfort Of our living room. Yeah. Because we do have a nice living room. But no, he wanted to have his own special room for it. So now we're on a futon. We're sitting on a futon in in our our spare spare room. In our spare bedroom. With my... Child's um, wooden <laughs> toy box holding the <laughs> soundboard, hope chest. Yeah, like a hope chest. Yeah, it's holding the soundboard and the computer and the so.
0: microphones and everything. Nowhere near as comfortable. So. but but it's very very practical because we walked in here, plugged the computer in, hit record.
1: Yeah, you so can do that in the living room because it's a cord, comfort gal. Though. But in the
0: living room, there's cords everywhere. We got a two year old running around. She's grabbing microphones. Yes, but that's
1: why my idea of getting the nice. Um, coffee table that like opens up on one side and like has the thing that comes out on the other you can hide everything in there and then when we're ready to do it just pull it out and hit go
0: yeah that's a great idea babe that's a great idea babe. except for we'd have to spend three hundred dollars it's not
1: three hundred it's like two hundred bucks so
0: she's got this idea for a if anybody out there who has one that's nice looking let us know maybe we can buy it from you uh, for cheaper than it's what? just
1: like the white square with the it's a coffee table, cof- yeah.
0: That where the top comes up out of it or There's whatever.
1: There's two sides. One flips up and you can store stuff inside, and the other yeah. side comes out like a thing. Adam, Adam, yeah, and yeah, yeah. They, they had, had one.
0: one, yeah. Um, and she wants to, me to put all my sound equipment for the podcast in that, and then when we get ready to do it, we just flip the top open everything magically comes out and we hit record yeah, yeah. i just don't think that's how it's gonna work but who
1: it would knows literally be just like this it would just be sitting inside yeah but what about the
0: microphones and all that you know
1: but they just clamp on you yeah. just pull yeah. them
0: out yeah but see when i'm setting it up it's me setting it up
1: yeah <laughs> I mean, that's you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you do you. But with
0: this, I didn't have to set anything up. Yeah, but I'm just not It just makes it easier on me. But also, there is something to be said about not being comfortable when you're talking. I feel more awake. You do. I can see it in your eyes.
1: Yeah. Well, that little, like, 30-minute power uh, nap I just took on the yeah, couch with true. Joe it was nice. That
0: was sweet. Y'all were laying together. She was almost asleep on top of you. Yeah. I she o- doesn't do that very I often. went over there and whispered in her ear. I said, You should
1: tell mommy to rub your bed. I heard you. And she <laughs> and said, She didn't. She said, Mommy. And then she didn't say nothing. So I was like, Yes. <laughs> let's take Our daughter
0: out. makes me rub her stomach at night when we're sitting on the uh, couch. She and she will I mean. not let you stop if your arm goes away she or really if you stop. You she turns around and she says, "Daddy Robin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and anyway, I don't
1: like it because we're closer to her room, and yeah. we have these headphones on, and I feel like I'm not going to hear her. Yeah, I promise you. I mean, her. I know we will you would for sure hear. But, her.
0: Um, but I sat in this room last night when I set everything up, and it was, and I talked on the phone, and I listened to some music, and I was plugging and playing and doing all this stuff. And she didn't hear a peep. So. Okay.
1: All right. Moving on.
0: Anyway, moving on. So week six, we are back. Uh, got some good stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about some hobbies, some icks. Uh, we're going to discuss a uh, suggested topic from someone regarding our country. Um, and we're going to talk about how to, uh, is it possible for a one-income household family to exist in 2024? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on the topic of hobbies, dear, I thought it would be interesting to, uh, really ask each other about hobbies. So I'm going to start with you. Okay. What, what does Haley Knight like to do in her free time?
1: I like to read.
0: You like to read? What kind of books do you like to read? Or is it Books?
1: And um, what else would I be reading? I mean, you
0: could read the Reader's Digest, uh, the comic book. No.
1: I mean, I like. Magazines. Um,
0: cereal box.
1: <laughs> I like um, like romance novels. I like suspense. Um, um I don't really know. That's all romance, I've really been reading romance lately. Romance novels. Yeah. Those are my favorite. I
0: bet they are. Yeah. I bet they are. Romance novels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do read a lot.
1: Yeah, when I can.
0: Yeah, Most people have a, something they do when they lay in bed at night before bed, whether it's scrolling or whatever. I doing. like
1: it, though, because I've quit scrolling. Yeah, you have,
0: read. and I've enjoyed that more. You're so you're entering your old woman phase. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Where you read books at night. Yeah. <laughs> when we retire, you're going to have like a fireplace, and you're going to... Oh my gosh. Have a, blank, so a blanket nice. over your chair and you're going to be reading your books.
1: Yes. I would love to do that. Quiet down in there. I'm reading my books. Hush. <laughs> um, He's about to kiss her. Hush. <laughs> um,
0: what else kind of stuff do you like to do in your free time?
1: I mean, I guess like any other girl, I like to shop. Like shop? Yeah.
0: That's where our daughter gets it from?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I really. Oh man I feel like I don't have any hobbies anymore I don't even know what my hobbies were before I had a kid but I really (laughs) don't know what they are now Oh,
0: that's funny you didn't have hobbies before before us
1: I just worked and I stayed at the beach a lot and (laughs)
0: vacationing is her hobby I love to (laughs) vacation was her hobby and then she yeah
1: I'd like to travel me I do like to travel yeah if this is why I found a guy that lived two hours away So I could drive there every <laughs> You marry the week? guy yeah. who
0: travels the least now Yeah, yeah Can't so. get you to go nowhere it's Facts I'm a homebody
1: So I guess like reading um, Shopping Traveling
0: Yeah those are some good ones
1: Yeah what about you
0: Um. So There's really two major things That I like to do in my free time And it's kind of funny because most guys it's like um, fishing or hunting, or especially in the south. Can I tell here.
1: you what I think yours are? Okay. Cooking. Okay. Or specifically smoking things. I
0: would just say cooking.
1: Okay. And anime.
0: Anime is not. No, that's not one of my hobbies.
1: No, oh, it sure seems like
0: that's it. like saying one tree hill is your hobby.
1: They are. <laughs> they are right now. <laughs> I just can't believe that I'm 26 and just now. Yeah. Finding this and starting. It.
0: FYI, she has been she's been binging One Tree Hill since
1: like Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, so if there's any One Tree Hill fans out there that want
1: to connect with I just started her, season eight.
0: She is all only in. have
1: this season and season nine.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. I watched it in high school. I actually enjoyed that show. Now I
1: want to like go and see everything. Yeah. In That's in the lamest thing over her. ever Well, I like I to travel, to go, so take me to Wilmington. I want to go
0: and see where they filmed One Tree Hill. Yeah, you know? the
1: river court.
0: I want to go see the Washington Monument and stuff like that. She wants to go see the basketball court from One Tree Hill. I've
1: already seen the Washington Monument.
0: I have to. I okay, want to take so Joe though. When, she when, needs to be a lot older. I know. I want to take her, though, whenever uh, Washington stops being a... Uh, Crime ridden crap that. hole. Good luck with that. Um All right, what are your anyway, hobbies? my hobbies. So most guys like to hunt, fish, whatever. Um, I like to cook. Mm-hmm. Um my favorite thing to do in my time off from work is to find um, and I've been doing this since I was a little kid <clears throat> find something that I haven't made before or something that looks really good on TV meal wise, and then go to the store and spend way too much money buying all the stuff to make it, and then yeah, come home and try and experiment. And make I
1: think it. You, you talked about that in like the first or second episode, yeah, <clears throat> how about how you and your mom that was, yeah, yeah, day.
0: yeah, that was our thing. I, my brother, he's a little bit older than me, he was an athlete, uh, Now I played sports too, but um, I my brother was like the jock, you know. Yeah. And I just kind of stayed home with mom, yeah. <laughs> and cooked, and uh, played uh, video games. And I was the nerd. Mm. My brother was the jock. Oh, um,
1: that reminds me. Uh-oh. Let me add that. Oh to
0: dear. My list. Oh dear. <laughs> um. So. Anyway, I love I love to cook, uh, specifically meat, and I like to bougie cook. I like to secretly think I'm like a gourmet chef with only two recurring uh, customers, you and I our mean, daughter. It's pretty good. <laughs> I yeah. mean,
1: and we talk all the time, and all of our friends are all like, when are you going to open a restaurant?
0: Yeah. I do love to cook. It's so much fun. It's just its so gratifying to see people eat your food after yeah. you cook it and put a lot of time well, like, and energy into it. I
1: remember last year, we went like hardcore for like, it was probably a week. We were like fantasizing and I created this whole menu. Oh my gosh, yeah. And we okay. had all this stuff planned out. Like we, we have
0: were, at least a week out of the year every year where we like plan on doing something crazy. Crazy. And
1: mm-hmm. then we can't afford to do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so cooking is a huge hobby of mine. It's basically all I do when I'm in my free time outside of work. And I love to play with uh, Techy things like mm-hmm. uh, sound equipment, hence the podcast. Yeah, and I th- and I was actually having this conversation with somebody that I work with the other night about the podcast and kind of why we're doing it. And I think it's because I, ever since I was younger and started playing music, I've always had a media itch mm-hmm. that I just have to scratch somehow, whether that's playing playing music or Making YouTube videos or writing songs or whatever it is and this kind of gives me an outlet to 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 scratch that itch yeah uh, in the creator world I love creating things like media wise and stuff and I like playing with all this sound boards and I'm microphones so did, and stuff because
1: that is not my hobby <laughs> it it just irritates the snot I, I love mean. it though like if I can't hit power and it work. Yeah. I don't even want it.
0: Yeah. That's why we have this set up in here. I know. Because it takes me 45 minutes to plug everything in and get it all set up in there.
1: But I will say, once, if it's something media wise that I, once I have learned it, I got it and I can use it like the back of my hand. Yeah, that's true. But learning it, oh, I hate it. I hate it. That's why I make you, like, every time I edit my website or when I first built, I make you build them and then I watch you build them and then I yeah. can edit them on my own. But I can't When we built your
0: website for your business, it was like that. I kind of did it all in the very first night or two. And then after that, you just took off with it. Yeah. And I never really did anything else. Like I
1: pick up on things fast, but it's, yeah. I, I have to have that willpower to, to find it and, and learn it. it. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that's yeah. another reason that I love doing this podcast so much is because it gives me an opportunity to, I get to edit the audio yeah. afterwards and trim clips and things and like that. I think
1: maybe I would enjoy this podcast part of it. Like it, it's all your thing—the yeah. editing and all that. Like a hundred percent, let letting you take the reins on all that. Yeah, and I feel like maybe I would want to be more involved in that if I wasn't running social media for like three other people plus myself seven days a week.
0: (laughs) True that. Yeah. And that's why I haven't asked you to do any of that. Yeah.
1: But you're doing Um, a fantastic job.
0: Well, thank you, dear. Thank you. I appreciate that. So those are my two, my two big hobbies. Um, Now here's a question for you in reference to hobbies. Okay. What are some hobbies that people do that, you know, um, that seem ridiculous or like hobbies that, that you see other people are into in their free time, and you're like, God, that looks exhausting, or stupid, or ridiculous, or whatever. Mm,
1: I feel like, and this is going like, like
0: knitting, or what? Something, you know what I mean?
1: I think this is going to hit a little nerve with people. Okay, because I know a lot of people that do hit this. Em, hit them, hit them. But I just, I don't care. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing wrong that you do it, but golfing, <laughs> I just. <laughs> I don't um, know. Like I've worked some golf tournaments. I even worked at a golf course for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get. I mean, the driving the golf cart part was cool, <laughs> but the actual like. I think people. It's just so. It's quiet, and it's it's hot, so ti- It's hot thing. as crap. Yeah. It's time consuming, and you mean to tell me you've got to. Hit this ball and try to get it in this hole. that's, like three miles away, <laughs> <laughs> and you have to try to do it in like three strokes to get it at par. Yeah, I would never be able to do that in three strokes. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm gonna be like, what is it? Uh, is it is it birdie when you're under and bogey when you're over?
0: I don't really know to be honest with you. I know bogey is over, over. so yeah, birdie, birdie like, is birdie and an eagle. Okay. I don't know nothing about an eagle. I, I think, just thought
1: it was birdie, par, and I think eagles boat. would get
0: it in like two or something.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't know. It would take Who me knows? like 12. I don't know. I don't know anything about golf. That's why I would hold up so many people. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> so that's know. a
0: ridiculous hobby to you?
1: Yeah. I just. If I'm going to be outside and sweat, I got to be around some water, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, Any other ones? Hobbies that other people.
0: That look like They're not a hobby Or you would never want that as a hobby
1: Um, I don't know Really That's just like Golfing is the first one that comes to my head Because I just don't care
0: For me this one's really going to be Controversial with Literally everybody that I know
1: I feel like I know (laughs) where this is going
0: This is And I'll tell you why But Hunting and fishing Oh What did you think it was going to
1: be? I thought you were going to say um, Like ATVs Like when people Load up all these four wheelers And side by sides And go Well that kind of
0: ties into Hunting and fishing Like There's And there's nothing wrong With people who love To go hunting and fishing Literally all of my friends Are hunters Or fishermen Or family members Fishermen Whatever But there's so much work Attached to it To all of it To go hunting You've got to have all, these, all this gear You got to have your gun. You got to have your ammo. You got to go somewhere in the middle. You got to pay for a license. Yeah, you got to pay pay for a license. Yeah, and you got to go out in the middle of nowhere. You got to climb a tree, (laughs) sit in a tree. You
1: don't always have to climb a tree.
0: You got to climb a tree, sit in a tree for God knows how long, and wait on something to come by. And if it doesn't have certain things, you can't even shoot it.
1: You know (laughs) what I mean? That's personal preference, though. A lot of people will shoot the first thing they see.
0: But regardless, it's still a lot of work. Now, it is, it is I would love to go with someone or I don't care about the hunting part, but I think going into the woods and sitting up in a tree and just watching nature for three or four hours is very. It sounds very peaceful, and I would love to do that. Yeah. But hunting is just like, seems so much work. And I have nothing against killing animals. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. I'll eat deer. We eat deer all the time. Love mm-hmm. it. Um, and i love fish but i don't care nothing about killing
1: them i love fishing i ain't eating that
0: and there ain't nothing woke about it all the people that want to kill them go kill them kill yeah. them all kill <laughs> um, them all so you kill can them buy all the meat and then give you. me some meat <laughs> um and then fishing my god did, have you do you know how much work <laughs> is in loading and unloading a boat
1: yeah that's a lot
0: it is unbelievably terrifying <laughs> you've got a you know, most people who have really nice boat, they've got a thirty, forty thousand dollar boat or whatever on a trailer. You're just backing it down into a freaking lake. You know? And then you're just like cranking some knob and hoping that it doesn't like float off into a deck a a dock I mean, or something. You tie it off. I mean I get that, that there's a re- there's a process <laughs> to it, but I don't know it and looking at it on the outside end is terrifying. Yeah. And I would never want to do that. It looks like so much work. And then you go out and you have a blast all day. Yay, rah, 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 fun. Then you got to drive the boat back up there, drop somebody off, go get this truck and trailer, back it down. Who am I going to trust to back it down? <laughs> you know? And then who's going to drive the boat onto the trailer? You. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not a chance That's so much stress So much money I don't want nothing to do with it yeah. I'll go with you fishing And I'll sit on the boat yeah. It's fine And it's not going to be my boat It's going to be somebody else's boat
1: Which makes me so sad Because I want a boat no. so bad
0: Yeah yeah. There's plenty of them on the toy aisle At Walmart <laughs> You can put them in the bathtub Um. Now last question about hobbies Okay Um, What do you wish That you could have as a hobby Mm-hmm. meaning like what do you wish that you had the time to or the money to have as a hobby if you could if you could
1: um i would say bread making mm-hmm. like homesteading really i'm like super jealous of sarah being able to make all that amazing sourdough that she brings to our store oh really and i wish i had the time yeah that stuff is good i wish i had the time to garden like I really, yeah. I, I really, my goal this year is yours. I want to have some kind of garden. Yeah. And I would like to say that we can do it, but like, <laughs> as if you ask me this week, there's yeah, not, it's a, not chance. a chance. So Them tired. flowers is going to die. <laughs> I ain't talking about flowers. I'm talking about crops.
0: Flowers, crops, the same difference. Yeah. Right?
1: Farming, I guess.
0: Yeah. Farming. Um,
1: But that's like the two that I wish I had the time for.
0: Yeah, do you know what I wish I could do? And, and I've always asked people this. And the problem with my ho- my interests and hobbies is that I always um I always had to be the one doing it. I could never be the tag along or the the background person. So one of my hobbies that I wish that I had the time and resources to do would be to like edit film mm. or like movie type stuff yeah and I don't really want to be in any of it I just want to maybe like direct it and edit it myself but that kind of stuff takes like really nice equipment and hours and hours of editing and time, time <laughs> that I don't have or money that I don't have and my time is much more well spent with my family and rightfully so yeah. Um. But if I had the time and resources and didn't have a kid, uh, I would probably really be into doing something like that. Mm-hmm. Or even doing it for other people as a service or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. I really enjoy that kind of thing. Sitting in front of a computer in a dark room with two or three screens and lining up audio oh, with video God. and stuff. I no. love that, dude. Bring it on.
1: Maybe this will explode and... Maybe it's so. can become your job. Maybe
0: so. That would be awesome. I would love that. And then I would have my own room to do this in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be nice. Three screens. I can see it now. Three screens. You do. One, sc- one screen with uh, Netflix on. Other screen. Other two screens. Video work. and audio. Video and <laughs> audio. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't want any part of that. Yeah.
0: Dimly lit. Be nice, comfy uh, like, chair, big comfy chair. Oh yeah.
1: I got to be able to edit from my phone. Blackout curtains. I hate editing on the computer.
0: Ew, gross! Editing on your phone.
1: Well, it's just because I'm. I yeah, you just edit run pictures and stuff
0: and video, little videos on your phone.
1: Yeah, I don't be doing nothing crazy. Doesn't
0: that always always make you mad when old people are like they say the word little about something? Yeah. Oh, look at the little uh, that you know that little video you made on Facebook. <laughs> and it was like
1: two hours yeah. long, and you, know, you slayed your life away yeah. for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I seen that little, uh, that little song you played the other week. It's not a little song; it's a song. It's an album. <laughs> <laughs> that little thing you did. <laughs> I always hated that. Anyway, that's that's all I've got for hobbies. Okay. Um, uh.
1: Okay. So, um, somebody reached out and sent us a message, and wanted us to either further explain or I guess add to some icks that we have. Um, I feel like we called it icks in like the first or second episode, but it yeah. was more of, those are more of pet peeves, I yeah. guess. So, so now, explain what an ick is. An ick is just something that just like grosses you out. Like it, it doesn't, like I, to me, a pet peeve is something that will just like, Tear you out the frame, like oh, I can't take it. Like
0: disgusting
1: or no? An ick is something that's disgusting. Yeah. A pet peeve is like if this person does this one thing, like I'm just gonna slap them. You know, like yeah. a pet peeve, something you can't stand. But an ick is just something that's like ew, gross. Yeah. Um, which I feel like they do go hand in hand. Like a lot of pet peeves can be icks.
0: So what did they ask? What did they ask again?
1: Just wanting to know what it, oh, our okay. X Oh, okay, got you,
0: got you. Yeah. X X X X.
1: You go first.
0: Um, like just stuff that people do, that Ick.
1: it either that people do or say, or I yeah. mean,
0: that kind of grosses you. out. Yeah. Um. Wow. Um, Okay. Uh, One, one, and this is, this is not against anybody who wears a lot of makeup. But one ick that I have is when I see people who are wearing twenty-seven pounds of makeup on their face, and I get it. I really don't. I say that, but I don't. (laughs) I don't get it. Thing that's what they like. I get it. But and and sometimes, and you've explained this to me before about people that I see and I'm like gosh why do they have so much makeup on Um, that sometimes they wear makeup to make themselves feel better it's not necessarily about how other people see them but it makes them feel more confident it makes them feel confident I get that but hey shouldn't wear that much makeup Mm. you know some people just don't some people don't need it I don't think you need makeup though I think you're beautiful
1: do you feel like I have too much on today no okay good I don't think so. Okay, cool.
0: Be honest with you, I, I haven't really thought about it.
1: I mean, I've had it on all day, so it's pretty. But much. you've also
0: been gone all day, so yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of mine. It just—it just seems like uh, it just seems like if you hug them, then you're gonna your shirt's gonna look like you sat on a wet paint or something. You know? Yeah, It's just gross. <laughs> it's gross. I guess so. It's gross. So too much makeup's an ick for me. Okay. What you got?
1: Um, I mean, obviously, I think for both of us, our, one of our icks is feet in general. Oh, yeah. We're just grossed out by feet. Or I know I am. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't, I feel like I don't, I don't know. Th- I guess it is an ick. <laughs> <I> <laughs> okay, in my mind, being poor. Does not mean you have to be dirty.
0: Okay. You know what I mean?
1: Like, it just bothers me and it grosses me out when people are poor. They say they're poor, don't have a lot of money, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And they're just, not them, but like their house. Oh, yeah. I can't deal with it, and it grosses me out so bad, because if you can afford, you you might be so broken poor, but if you can afford that pack of cigarettes, <clears throat> you can buy a bottle of white vinegar and clean your whole house, because <laughs> white vinegar don't cost nothing, honey. <laughs> I
0: cannot... Oh my I God! Cannot. If you can buy them cigarettes, you can buy some vinegar.
1: Like you, that's people, a great
0: T-shirt. If you can buy cigarettes, <laughs> you can buy vinegar. That's a great so that's T-shirt. That's the second T-shirt. That's that the second we're T-shirt. Have. The first one is uh uh something and stressed out while I'm doing it or something. <laughs> yeah, complaining we'll to, while I'm doing it.
1: Yeah, we'll have to go back. Yeah. to it. Um, but yeah, I just don't get it. And I know everybody has different priorities, but if I, if I am And I guess that turns into another ick of mine, which is bad hygiene. Yeah. And I just don't understand it. Because you're... People... I guess a lot of people think that cleaning supplies cost all this money. You can clean your whole house with hydrogen peroxide and white vinegar.
0: Yeah. I know you do it quite a bit.
1: And and it's dirt cheap. So don't tell me you can't afford it. Yeah. (laughs) Because... You can. Yeah. Like, I, that just bothers me so mad. Just because you poor or you struggling, you're not struggling bad enough, you can't buy white vinegar. Yeah. Just, you don't have to be dirty, and you don't have to live <laughs> dirty just because you broke. Like, I mean, we're broke. Yeah. We <laughs> I feel like we're broke. Yeah. We,
0: <laughs> we live well. Yeah. But we're broke because of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But But that has just huh? always been... A, a thing to me and I never understood growing up when my mom always said you can't go over there but they can come over here
0: 100% yeah 100% now you understand get it, now. it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Joe's, yeah. My,
1: Joe's going nowhere
0: That see that's different for me because my parents never said you can't go over there.
1: I can <laughs> the, count on one hand how many people how many people's house I was allowed to go to.
0: Oh God, no. Mine's the opposite. I can't count how many people's houses I went to. But, but now granted you're I'm a boy or a girl, it was a little bit maybe a little bit well, different.
1: Well that and then our parents are in like a little bit of a yeah, age a little bit different gap. age
0: age range, yeah. Yeah. You got the young, young, young peeps. Mines is uh, old farts.
1: Yeah. Do you have any more icks? Um, I
0: have one more ick, and this one is not controversial. This is a fact. People that like watching pimples and stuff be popped are sick. (laughs) They're sick, and they need help. Yeah. And there's help out there. (laughs) <laughs> and they need to go gross. get it. I it's gross. People are like, oh, my gosh, look at this video where they're popping this cyst yeah, on the side nasty. of this cow's stomach. Mm. Or look at this video where they're popping all these blackheads on people's faces and, like, you like, need to I'll, stop. Like,
1: I can pop my own pimple, it's but disgusting. that's as far as it's going.
0: Yeah, it's gross. Um, I have friends that be like be that I used to work with. Uh, they'd be, like, parked beside them at work, and they'd be scrolling through their phone. And you could literally hear it. And he'd be like, oh, oh God. And I'm like, Stop. what? And he's like, you got to see this. And then he'll get over and it's like some like something gross, like somebody's <laughs> ingrown toe or something being like burst. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, did, what inside of your head is making you that way? Yeah. Um. It's so nasty, dude. But so many people are into it. There's like a TV show and everything. Yeah. Dr. Pimple Popper. Like, that is disgusting. <laughs> and those people need help. And that's my ick, and that's a fact. But anyway.
1: I've got... Um, you got another one? I got like two.
0: Oh, wow. Let me have it.
1: Okay. Those and are I,
0: really the only ones I could think of for I myself.
1: I guess I guess this is an ick or a pet peeve. I don't really know where it falls. People that don't tip their waiters. Ooh. What uh, <laughs> Um, that irks me. People that me. don't tip their waiters. Because even if I had a horrible experience, if the food is wrong and all that stuff, that's not even your waiter's fault. Yeah. That's the kitchen.
0: I'm with you on this. And it's hard, but I'm with you.
1: Everybody has bad days. Yeah. And even though, like, I mean, I still get frustrated sometimes at waiters because I'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't, we got to do something. Yeah.
0: Like, I could work circles around this guy. You know, yeah. Girl but
1: night. at the end of the day, they're making 2 13 an hour. They're trying, I mean, they might not be trying their best that day. They might be having a bad day. Yeah. Like,
0: you never know what they're going through.
1: Yeah. And I'm just not going to leave without tipping 15,
0: 20%. Yeah. And that's something I've had to learn being with you. I was not that guy. I was always like a 10 per, I mean, and I've never been a person that does not tip because I was a waiter and I, that really made me mad. Yeah. And I had it happen to me a few times. But um, I was always like a 10% tipper. But for anybody that has not ever been anywhere with Haley, is, she is a very good tipper. So if there's any waiters out there that are <laughs> at her restaurants that she likes, I just, always try and get that one when she comes in the door.
1: I've just been there, and it sucks when you get shafted. And... and an, you like, I don't know. Like I remember working and having bad nights, and then having good nights, and it just—you can really turn that person's day around just by how. Yeah.
0: You. And here's here's something that I've learned from you mm-hmm. um, since we've been together, and I've—I don't know that I've ever told you this. Um, you taught me that if. If you're going out to eat a $20 steak Mm -hmm. and you've got $25 and you're not prepared to give that $5 to the waiter, then you don't deserve to go eat that $20 steak. Exactly. Yeah. And I do feel that way now. Yeah. That if you're not comfortable with the money that needs to be tipped before you even go eat the meal, then you don't go eat that meal. Mm -mm. And I learned that from you and I thank you for that.
1: Yeah. And I feel like when we first got together, I used to question you or be like, How much are you leaving? Yeah. When yeah. did you leave? And now, I, now just I just don't.
0: Now I give you the receipt in the pen. Yeah. <laughs> and I just hate writing. So
1: I just, I don't know. I, I just have a special place That's in just my like, heart. for
0: example, last night we went to Sonic mm-hmm. and we sat outside and there's people, there's a bunch of cars everywhere eating. And, uh, me and her went and we didn't have Joe with us and we sat outside and we ate a bunch of, what we, we had, it was like $26 or something. Cause I got a bunch yeah. of crazy stuff. Um, but anyway, at the end we, we, you know, you pay before you eat and, and at Sonic and stuff. And the guy that had waited on us or whatever, he like left and went mm-hmm. home. We were going to give it to him, but she was like, I got a five in my pocketbook. And then immediately in the back of my mind, I was like, what do you, you a five? <laughs> <laughs> you know like a five <laughs> it's like 20 dollars worth of fast food um and i know that they're not getting paid to 14 an hour or whatever yeah. you know what i mean but she immediately was like just give that give them that five and then i thought about it and i was like you're right yeah. just give them that five So we gave the girl who actually brought our ice cream afterwards, Mm -hmm. gave her the five. And the ice cream was only like $8. And when I handed it to her, because you went back to the car, when I handed it to her, she looked at it and like, she didn't look back at me, but she walked away and she was like, oh gosh, I think you meant to give me this five. (laughs) But I could tell that she was very happy. And seeing that was very gratifying, being able to make somebody's day. Yeah. What's oh, your last one? Last one. Oh God, is it something about me? No. Okay. You look you got that grin on it like you've had a grill meal. No, on it.
1: no. Baby <laughs> baby voices. Baby voices. When people talk to their child in like Oh yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: One, I feel like it delays your child from speaking properly.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, I hate
1: that. <laughs> I can't stand that. That is a ick.
0: That's awful, though.
1: Like, I mean, you can talk to a child in a childlike voice, but that baby, oh, no, I can't.
0: I don't like it when people talk to babies that way, but I really don't like it when people talk to their dogs that way.
1: <laughs> that is That your really mean. pisses me your, off. Your ick is is it, extreme dog owners. Yes,
0: my ick is extreme <laughs> dog owners. People that, like, love their dogs, like it's in a, a part of their family, like taking family pictures with it. I just can't get down with those folks. I can't do it. You
1: will one day. I like Joe has I, I dog. like dogs.
0: I do, but I ain't. No, the dog's not fitting to be dropping flowers at my wedding. You know what I mean? The dog's not going to be in a tuxedo. That's that's crazy, dude. That's on another level of crazy. That's a whole other ball game, dude. And I know so. I could name at least five people that I know right now who are like that, and it just makes me want to vomit. <laughs> It does. Why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. It doesn't get on my nerves as much when people do it to babies, like really little babies, like infants. Yeah. Because then they don't, they're just like, <laughs> you know, they don't really know what's going on anyway. But I do think that does delay kids somewhat because people talk to them like, oh,
1: you know, so-. yeah. I mean, and I guess, I don't know, people. S- Compliment us or tell us, you know, how well Joe talks yeah. for her age, and I would like to think it's somewhat because we've just always talked to her like a human. Yeah, we've <laughs> talked
0: to her just like we're talking now.
1: Yeah, like there. I mean, there's a time to be childlike in what you're saying and be cute and absolutely like have a higher pitch and all that, but you don't have to.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, just too much.
0: Absolutely, I 100% agree. Yeah. Um. I mean, you really got me thinking about them dogs. <laughs> I cannot stand that.
1: It didn't me till I. Yeah, I never it.
0: thought about that once when we were planning on this episode. I know. God, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think that is your. That is ick. my
0: ick, dude. Ugh. Oh man, like do you, wanna, you guys want to hang out this weekend? Sorry, I'm taking my. I'm taking Oscar to the. The park to have a picnic.
1: I do think that dogs. Can be a part of your family. Yeah,
0: I do. I do agree with that. But, but I just think some people take it way, way, way overboard. Yeah. Well, teach their own. Yeah, teach their own. At the end of the day, their property, their house, their rules. Yep. Whatever they want to do, do it. Like just try not to do it. Try not to do it in public because it just it's weird. <laughs> you know, it's weird. But anyway, okay. um, okay, moving on, um. So uh, we have a friend, and I don't think she will um, be mad if we mention her name. Uh, Jessica, I was talking to her, or we were talking to her at the shop the other day, and Mm -hmm. she posed the question or uh, the suggestion of the topic of talking about where we think um, the country is headed in 2024. Now she didn't say that's political, economical, spiritual. She didn't really say. Um, but do you think? So I'm thirty-one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we're both pretty young, mm-hmm. uh, as far as a married family. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think it's important, or why should we care about the? Why should people our age care about our country and 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 what it's headed towards?
1: Well, you know? I feel like even because I
0: think there's a lot of people. I don't mean to interrupt you, but there's a lot of people our age who just do not give a flip about anything yeah. country. I feel like
1: that's more my sister's generation. They're just like mm, not gonna vote, don't care. Yeah, like they think like it's just not gonna affect them, and it definitely is. But, um. I think that even if you so much as don't really care what's happening in your country, but you have children, you have to care because when you die and they're here by themselves, they're left with what you voted for. Yeah. Like all the things that you voted for while you were alive, policies that are in place, all of that starts affecting the, that generation. Yeah. So even if you don't really care, so it's you have of like to care you're, for your kids. You're
0: playing in the sandbox right now, but your kids are gonna be in that same sandbox later, so you wanna clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> as good as yeah, you can.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Dang, that's a good analogy, bro. We gotta keep that. Maybe that'll be on a T shirt. Oh my clean god. Clean your sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I think it's I think it's important to talk about it, especially within your own home. I don't think it's as important for us to go out here and like beat people up in the store over. I don't think it's that's really something that I'm very passionate about like I don't go out here and fly all the flags that i of people I yeah. support and things I do I mean you would you
1: you're not as intense as your dad, yeah,
0: <laughs> and there are and and I think there's a fine line that some people don't care enough. Some people don't. Some people care too
1: much. Yeah.
0: There's a certain line that is healthy, I think. For and it a, doesn't
1: mean you're not patriotic. Yeah. That you don't love your yeah. country. But it doesn't have to be talked yeah. about 24-7. Because I feel like, because America isn't really in this yeah. great place. We're pretty much in a depression. Great depression. Yeah. Part two, three, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I feel like. The more people talk about it, it just makes the country sadder. Yeah, <laughs> like it. And just we're a
0: generation th- now who's, uh, you know, we when we were growing up, that's when social media was invented, and it mm-hmm. and it came about, and it placed way too much information instantly in everyone's hands. Yeah, I
1: just feel like we're not meant to know. Yeah, every time, everything
0: twenty four seven.
1: Yeah. Like, that's why people had to watch the news at 5 o'clock every yeah. day. To find out what happened yeah. during the day. Yeah. like part Or they of me had wishes, to read the newspaper. Yeah. You know? Part of me wishes that that part of social media, like, wasn't a thing. Yeah. No, I agree. Because we don't yeah. need to know every single time. If we could
0: rewind, a f- like, 50 years and just take a few things from out, them yeah. and bring it back.
1: <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care. Um... That Donald Trump al- arrived in F- Florida at twelve o four p.m. No, I, and thirty six seconds. Yeah, and I don't care that Biden fell for the fifteenth time. Yeah, like I don't want that update on my phone instantly. See,
0: I feel like it's almost like, uh, like say if you if you went to co- to to your the college that you always dreamed you went to you were gonna go to mm-hmm. you finally got in accepted full ride. You go to that college. As soon as you get there, you go into the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. The rest of your college career, you're in the cafeteria 24-7 until you graduate. And all you care about is the food. Mm -hmm. If you live that way, you're never going to get to experience the college the way that it's supposed to be experienced. I feel like the country is the same way. We live here. We have to actually live in it. Yeah. Instead of being in our house in front of our TV watching the news 24-7 or... Or not, not knowing or caring about it. Yeah. I mean, there is Like, a don't write
1: off one state if you've never been there.
0: Yeah. Or don't write off a certain group, necessarily a certain group of people that you've never even interacted with. You just see videos on your phone about, you yeah. know? Yeah, 100%. And I think that our.
1: We have way too much access to information. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, all it comes I, down to. I agree. Like. Like, okay, back when, you know, nine eleven happened. Yeah. It broke the news. The whole country stopped what they were doing, cut on the TV, it was televised. Yeah. Why like you know what I'm saying? Now, now granted that was like a, a national yeah thing. But I just why can't we just and I mean I know the news still exists, but the news is just full of so much crap that you don't even get oh, yeah. to watch news. Like a thousand percent. I just there's
0: no way to tell now what is even news and what's just filling time, you know?
1: Yeah. And they because you everything only know everything everything,
0: everything is twenty four seven now.
1: Yeah. And I hate that. Used I used to want, I don't want the news twenty four seven. Yeah. I didn't watch it when it came on at five o'clock. Yeah. And TV T
0: V didn't even used to be aired at night. Yeah. It was just a scratchy screen after yeah. a certain time you know unless That's you have like hbo or something <laughs> <laughs> um so i think the question is um that jessica posed to us to talk about is where do you think the where do you think the country's headed and i think i'll pose it to you in a different way is Do you think 2024 overall, do you think that it's going to be a more challenging year or do you think it's going to be a more now we can finally take a breath year for most people?
1: I want to say it'll be a take a breath year, but I also feel like if like tables turn and I feel like there's going to, it's going to take a lot of work to undo what's already been done. Yeah. So I feel like it, like there's going to be, I feel like there'll be things that might make our lives easier, but there's also going to be a struggle to fix things that have already been put in place. Yeah. That we don't want anymore. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think we're, we're, we're we're not headed uphill.
0: Yeah. yeah. If we're, anything, it's just maybe like a we're like one percent incline. Yeah, and that's if you're like optimistic, <laughs> if you're on optimistic, you know? that, yeah.
1: But I don't think we're. It is headed. election year. Yeah, I do think this election, if it's not rigged or stolen, or if we don't mail our votes in, yeah. If it's a true election, it America could turn around. Yeah, but I don't think it's not going to happen until 2025 because you don't you're not election is not till the end of this year, so you're not. But
0: everything leading up, everything this year, if you turn on your TV, is going to be leading up to that. Yeah, and I think personally, I think that we've never in my lifetime. I don't know what before me, and I'm sure somebody else down the line said this too. But I don't know of a of a election in my lifetime that is more important than this one, yeah, and I know that we've said that about previous elections. I know we have, but I legit believe that there's never been one in my lifetime that yeah. is more important than this one
1: well, I agree, and I also feel like when our parents had us and they were small families yeah. they probably felt that same pressure of this election is going to be the most important because you're thinking yeah for your child absolutely like if america doesn't get their stuff together yeah i'm really scared for my child and as a young
0: family you have to look at it that way um especially as a parent you have to look at it and think um my, you know, back to the sandbox thing. I've got a this thing. I've got to have this thing cleaned up for when my kid gets set loose in it. Yeah. Um. And as a country, I think we. If I had to predict, um, I would predict should not you know should should he not? Oh, I'm sorry. Hit my microphone. Pending he doesn't get disqualified or arrested. I, and, and pending that Joe Biden is the Democratic candidate, which I don't necessarily think that he will be. I think they're going to can him because it's just to the point now where it's like the, this guy can't. Nobody. He, this guy can't. No, even the David, Democrats even Democrat, don't want him. Democrats in don't even want him. And uh, I think that it's highly likely that Trump will probably win re election this year. I mean, not re election, which yeah. be it, technically would be re election for him. But I think that he will probably win this year in 2024 in November. Um, and I think that's going to give, I don't think everything is hanging on that though. No. Because that, that kind of spurs me into my second um, c- part of this question to you. And I'll finish saying that last part about Trump. I, I think that Trump is probably going to get reelected. And I think that, a lot of things probably are going to start to change in 2025 if that happens Mm -hmm. um i don't necessarily think we're going to stop going downhill and start up i think we're going to slowly mellow mellow out for a year plateau plateau a little bit and then start heading back up um but it may be 2026 before a lot of these a lot of these things really really get resolved um and we as the as middle class americans feel relief uh not only in our pockets but in our homes and safety and things like that um but the second part of that that i was going to ask you is how do you what do you predict 2024 to be for our country spiritually because every time a year rolls around that's really chaotic or that's going to be something big is going to happen there is inevitably people who, I mean, you think of in the Bible when he said, you know, he said, "If my people who are called by my name mm-hmm. will turn from their wicked ways, you know, and yada yada, and pray, humble themselves and pray, mm-hmm. I will heal their land." And I don't probably didn't say it right, but yeah. in Isaiah, or Jeremiah, the, or Isaiah. Yeah,
1: you, I got the gist. Of anyway, that.
0: whatever. Um, but I feel that kind of vibe for twenty twenty four. Like this is our opportunity. As this a country, is our turn it around this is our opportunity as a country to just stop
1: being stupid.
0: Well, to just stop, think about what we're doing, ask God for forgiveness, and pray yeah. that He would heal us. Because even, and I'm not even talking political parties, I'm talking left and right, I mean, and in the middle, people are just hurt. Yeah. They're hurting, yeah. And it's not even like nefarious things like that. I feel, you know, like demons attacking people or anything like that. I feel like people are just there's so much depression mm-hmm. that's tagged along with people struggling so bad financially. Um, that people are dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with like 19 billion more diagnoses mm-hmm. per day. You, you know, just everybody's got something wrong with them now. Uh, and I'm not saying that stuff's not valid. I'm just saying like, it's it's amounted to such a point where people are hurting so bad that it just seems like this is our opportunity for us to look up yeah. as a country. Like
1: if we could get right spiritually, yeah. it would fix mentally yeah. and emotionally and financially. And, and, and that's
0: why I'm I'm still preaching on the train of I don't think that Trump is the answer. I think that. that God could easily use him. Yeah. To do, to heal our, to help heal our land. Yeah. Um. But I think that that it first has to go up. Yeah. And people have got to just stop.
1: Because I mean, whether you're, whether you're left or you're right, whatever, there, you there. Even I don't care how people vote. Yeah. Just vote on morals. Yeah. Vote for what you believe in. If but if and I'm talking about like. I say it to me; it would be common sense morals, but like not everybody has the same morals. But just, just be logical. There's just things that don't eat that.
0: And I think we feel this way about a lot of topics. But if people, if somebody sits down and they look at each candidate before they go vote for them, and they say this person has supports this, 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 and this. I'm good with all of that. And then they vote for that person. Right right, right on, dude. Well, even, even if it's in, not who I vote for. Right, right on, cuz you did your research, you were educated on it. That, you made the you, best decision you live that in, you thought You live was in possible. this free country where we have a republic where you, in a democracy where you can go in, you can vote for whoever you want to based on what you believe because you've got the freedom because to Because this is America. Because you've got the freedom to believe that. Yeah. And I love that about our country. Yeah, but I feel that I feel
1: like that's slipping away.
0: It's slipping away so fast, and I think that this year in 2024, I really think that we've got an opportunity to for everybody—right wing, left wing, middle of the aisle—everybody to just stop, take a deep breath, and look at the mud hole we're standing in.
1: Yeah, like whoever—I mean, people. I feel, and here's the other thing people talk about: oh, the primaries aren't important. I'm just gonna vote when it gets down to the last two. But like. Yeah, you choose who that's gonna be. Yeah. So, it, it say you know primaries are over and you've got your final two. Just at the end of the day, you can only make an educated decision. Yeah. Look at what their beliefs are. What checks your boxes? Yeah. And vote for that person. And if you vote even for- if they don't, if one checks five of your boxes and one checks two even if you had 10 boxes all together pick the lesser of two evils yeah like yeah i just pick
0: I, what the person that you that supports the things that you want your child to grow up and and, and, and have, be surrounded yeah. by and have um and it's just not it's not as nefarious as people make it out to be the media is just beside themselves of pinning republican against democrat and then everybody against independent and this and that but like we're all every one of us are citizens of this country
1: i feel like everybody should be independent i feel like everybody
0: needs to listen to this portion of this podcast (laughs) because i feel like we're really hitting it hitting it home right there with that um but yeah to answer jessica's question in my opinion, I think that 2024 is going to be a chaotic year. It's going to be very crazy.
1: But it's very critical. But I think
0: it's very critical. And I think that they, there is an opportunity for us to turn things around. And I hope and pray that it's headed in that direction. And I want it to be. Yeah. Um. So that's how I feel about that. Yeah. That's all you have on that? Man, I really felt like I was getting into it there for a minute. <laughs> you were, you know, you were all about it. Yeah, I, like, I it.
1: like. talking about America politics stuff like that, but I feel like it's hard for me to get my how I feel and yeah. what's in my head to come out of my mouth.
0: Yeah, to translate it from there to there. Yeah, yeah.
1: I have yeah. a lot of things in my life that I can't. Yeah. Verbally execute. How I think this I feel. is
0: another way for us to exercise that. Yeah. And be able to come.
1: People are going to listen to this podcast, and be like, "What is she talking about?"
0: <laughs> no, they won't. I think you're probably the more sound voice than me. I don't. Think um. I don't. All right. So, last topic. Um. You look like you are miserable. Tell me why.
1: <laughs> this is the most uncomfortable setup ever. My back hurts so bad.
0: You should try this seat next week. Maybe I'm this is pretty to. comfy.
1: It's just I'm sitting like I, I feel like when I stand up I'm gonna catch a cramp in this side crack. because I've been <laughs> turned. I don't like this. We just need chairs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Chairs would be nice. Because
1: originally when we we bought this futon this wasn't even a thing.
0: What was it? Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's the podcast. True. That's true.
1: <laughs> I was like, we can put that in the spare room in case somebody we spends could the We can just got like night. three
0: or four comfy chairs. You know.
1: Yeah. I want to pick out mine.
0: Uh, Of course you do They're going to be $400 a piece (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh Um, But anyway So our last topic um, One income household Mm. 2024 Is it possible?
1: Does one income household mean Are there side gigs?
0: Yeah Whatever That's what I'm saying Is it possible? And if so, how?
1: It is possible If you are super strict and you can budget and you might have a side gig here here there or you might make something and sell something because we
0: are technically on paper well not really anymore but yeah we have been up to this point a one-income household yeah um and that that has had its struggles yeah (laughs) because when we first met we both worked yeah and then you got pregnant with joe and we made the decision that you were gonna. St-
1: well, I don't even think it was that. I just, I lost my job, so yeah. then it was just kind of like you
0: did, yeah. But well, that kind of helped and led into you being stay-at-home mom. Definitely pushed me into yeah. being
1: a stay-at-home mom. I do feel like if that wouldn't have happened,
0: oh yeah, you'd have been back at work somewhere yeah. else doing I, something. I
1: would miss that job a lot.
0: Yeah. Um. So, I think with there's a lot of people our age who are in. It is hard. It's hard, but there's a lot of people who are trying to, they're trying so desperately to figure out how to make that work with one income because people are having kids, but at the same time, you can't do daycare because daycare is so friggin' expensive. It
1: is the cost of a second. And job. it's
0: way cheaper for one of the two people to stay at home with the kids. Yeah. And then the other person has that responsibility on their shoulders of working and, and, and paying for everything. Yeah. So, it's hard.
1: me and a friend of mine had this conversation other, the other day because we're both stay-at-home moms. And we've had a couple different people just, like, over the past two, three years since we've what had What letter kids. does her name start with? M.
0: Okay. All right. I know who it is. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm nosy.
1: Um, we've had people, or, like, other moms, comment or reach out and say... Hey, like, I know this might be, I guess, too much information or might be overstepping, but, like, how can y'all afford to be a one-income household? Because to the presence of social media, it seems like, you know, we're going and doing and, you yeah. know, living our best life and we're <laughs> one income. And yeah. they're like, how? Yeah. And Because they're they both work and their kids are in daycare, you know, whatever. And there's certain sacrifices you have to be willing to make. Like to me, putting her in daycare wasn't worth me going to work just to one, be able to pay for that daycare and maybe have like a
0: couple hundred couple
1: hundred dollars extra a month when I could stay at home with her, not have that bill at all. And And then she would
0: end up being sick all the time anyway and then you'd be And then I
1: would still be out of work and I'd still it's just it's a cycle. Yeah. Kind of silly
0: when you think when you're really talking out.
1: You're you really have to your priorities have to I guess be in order. Like I I want a new car.
0: Yeah. Oh I know. You tell me all the time.
1: I know. And I'm going and I I can talk about that because I can. can. It's America. But you do it, babe. At the end of the day, we made this choice and we sacrificed. Like I would rather have a car that's paid for or has a super low payment. It's probably not brand new. Yeah. It's probably not super nice. Yeah. But it gets us from A to B. And it does work. And because of that, we still have money to live our life. Yeah. Like I'm not, you're not, you're not going to catch me driving a $50,000 car and me sit at home because I have no money to go anywhere in that car. I will yeah. always be the person. I'm going to drive the cheaper car. You so tell I them, but preach it. You so I tell can them, do, but that's just <laughs> what I enjoy. And if I have my child yeah. and she's my responsibility and I want to give her the best childhood, how can I be so selfish to let me go purchase this $50,000 car? So I have half of a mortgage of a house of a car payment. Yeah. And now I'm stuck in my house with my child. I can't go and take her and do anything fun or educational yeah. because I wanted a luxurious car.
0: Because I have personally met my brother. Me and my brother always joke about how each other's rich. We're not, yeah. we're not, but I always joke with him, and I, we, we joke with each other. And like, I wish I had money you got. Just joking. Yeah. But in reality, I've had conversations with people who um, that I work with who would who say things like. You must not be broke. You're buying land, putting a house on it. You got, you going out to eat. And the answer to those questions is not because we have a lot of money. It's because my wife is smart with money. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I did. I just,
1: you, <laughs> I'm bad. I'm bad with money. One, not as
0: much anymore as I used to be.
1: Yeah. You've got better. A one income household is possible, but you really do have to give up things. Yeah. Like, what I is an
0: example that we've had to sacrifice or give up?
1: Um well, like we said, uh, I could drive a new car, but I don't. Yeah. Um I don't have a gym membership. Yeah. I don't. That's such a That, a, a, that is a that is a big thing. Yeah, it is. It is, not to you cuz you don't like to work out, but it is to Facts. me. Facts. Um I don't have gym memberships. I don't. Um
0: We don't shop at, at Publix. We shop at Aldi.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you and that is a huge thing. Like food, and I've been, I've seen so much on Facebook this past week of all these moms talking about. Is everybody else spending three hundred dollars a week in groceries? Because wh- how are we even affording this right now? And no, honey, <laughs> honey,
0: aunt, honey we, no. We, I
1: mean, we probably spend <laughs> one hundred and fifty. Yeah, but it really you have to very strategically buy groceries, and I try to buy. Most of the things that we get, yeah, organic. Yeah. So our best option oh, is one Aldi. thing
0: that people don't realize is that name brand and off brand is not the two only only two options. No, that off brand can still be something organic and healthy. Yeah. And you go somewhere like Aldi, and that same box of six dollar cereal or whatever it is. You
1: know, or like they're like pasta sauce, yeah, like it it's just it, you can get some, something
0: that's still not terrible for you, yeah, that still tastes good, yeah,
1: and you just have to and get used to it to you you just you really it just comes down to budgeting, you have to yeah. be super strategic and you have to be strict, and I don't go and get six seven dollar ice coffees, yeah. Like, I mean, I used every to... Every day
0: or drive to Rock Hill every day and go shopping. You just don't yeah, do that. Like No, you do drive a lot of places. But I we have a drive. good car that's good on gas. So, yeah, we did so, that for a reason.
1: And another thing is I save gas because Joe isn't in daycare. Because we live in the middle of nowhere. So, daycare yeah. is half an hour there, half an hour home. That gas adds up. Yeah, it does. Like, when she was, Joe did go to school for, like, two months. Yeah. Because we just thought life was going to be different but it it yeah. wasn't and it, I think it, we
0: should talk about that in a future episode
1: okay but um it, the the gas i mean i was have even our car that's good on gas i was having to fill up like every 2 3 days yeah and i was like this is crazy
0: and there's there's just so many things that you you can do without mhm That like for me specifically, I spend a lot of time in my car at work. And when we first, when when I first started that job, I was going to the gas station every night, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: getting you know probably
1: ten dollars worth.
0: Yeah, just like seven, eight, nine dollars worth of
1: chips, drinks, drinks, chips,
0: Gatorades, whatever stuff that you would normally want if you were in a car that long. Yeah, but I have trained myself to only drink one foreign drink during the night yeah that's my thing now yeah that i drink water a lot of water and then one maybe one drink from a gas station or something so instead of spending seven eight nine dollars or ten dollars i'm spending maybe two dollars yeah and i'm bringing my food from home Mm -hmm. and then over the course of four weeks that's like
1: a lot of that's money. probably at
0: least one grocery trip, yeah, and uh, just out of simply not drinking three drinks a night, yeah, and so there's little things like that that we have sacrificed to make this into reality, and also those people I was talking about that had those conversations with me, they mentioned you know you, you know, buying land, putting a house on it, you got bricks on you know brick under it, and but they don't realize that. We chose the absolute cheapest option—not cheap. Well, yeah. yeah, it was the cheapest option that we thought looked nice, um, and we could have probably went for something bigger and been in more debt. But yeah. it would have. We would have. We we foresaw that being a struggle, and we made that sacrifice up front because we knew we wanted to do things. Yeah, we wanted to like, have the of land. Of
1: course, I won't. I would love a eighteen two thousand square foot house. Yeah,
0: and that's all you see on social media. You yeah. don't see anything like us who lives in the the single wide on bricks. Yeah, in, in out in the country.
1: But it just like yes, I'm, and I think that's another downfall of social media is people think that they have to have things that they don't. Need. Oh yeah, and I've really had to learn that myself.
0: But how happy have we been here? Very happy. Once we finally got here
1: we know that every month we can make that payment. Yeah. And we're not upside down in it.
0: Yeah. Now, do we have extra hustle stuff? Yeah. To help make like help work, give us an extra little spread you on work
1: top. A little bit of overtime here yeah. and there and
0: I work maybe once or twice a month to do a little overtime, put a little extra jingle on top. Yeah. And, and it then, gives us the and money. now my
1: business is finally starting to yeah. pay off a little bit. So um but it hadn't always been like that. No,
0: we've spent a year Yeah. Doing you know, I mean,
1: we lived in a camper.
0: Yeah, we lived in a camper for a while. Specifically, so we could get away. We haven't really away. talked much about that. but
1: Like, we chose to sell our house that was a $1,500 payment and move to a camper that was $400 a month. Yeah, so we could save money. So we could save money to buy the land yeah. to get a house. Yeah, and it wasn't
0: like they, we sold our fifteen hundred dollars house and came out here and bought this land and then went up there and told them to put that house on here and buy that. Yeah, you know? like
1: it's a process. It's a process.
0: Yeah, we bought the land first, waited a little while. It took months. Yeah, and then bought the house. Mm. Mm.
1: And it it is a lot. Of- but when
0: people see you, they think that that couple got that all in one month. Yeah.
1: You know, they and don't they don't know like the that.
0: full story.
1: No, there were and then they think there are so it's many tears and prayers. And yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my God! How many times have we been, you know, just completely rock bottom, down and out about house situation yeah.
1: and how what we thought was going to cost this actually cost yeah. this and like where where is it going to come and from? And how
0: each point along the way, just simply, in my opinion, because we made the decision to make those sacrifices, when new obstacles that we didn't expect came every single time we thought, you know, oh my gosh, how are we going to pay yeah. for this now? Well, every every single time, though, that that happened, God provided a way mm-hmm. for us to make that happen. Yeah. Every step.
1: And I also think going back to the whole, like, what you see on social media and everybody wants the 2,000-square-foot house with a 40 by 40 shop and the cement driveway and um tons of land and cows and like all this stuff it's all you see it is all you see and for some people that is their reality and those people probably work super hard for what they have yeah but those people probably don't see their kids but for two hours when they pick them up from school get them home or
0: either they just have a crap ton of money yeah either one but you're right you're right
1: And to me, that wasn't, that was such a huge thing that I struggled with when we had Joe, And it was right when she, I guess, turned a year old. And we were discussing whether or not to um, put her in daycare, me go back to work. And to me, especially once we knew she was the one and only kid that we were going to be able to have. Yeah. it that's also
0: another story for another episode.
1: <laughs> it wasn't worth me going back to work to pay just to pay for her to go somewhere yeah. eight hours a day, yeah. for me to pick her up, come home, do dinner, bath, and put her to bed. And I only saw her for two hours. Yeah. Because that's not raising my child. To yeah. me to me, that's not raising my child. And we yeah. had to make a lot of sacrifices for oh, me yeah. to be able to stay at home. That's with a her. fact. But to me it was it was worth it. Yeah. And I know that And people,
0: there are some people who just simply do not have that option. Yeah. And we do not hate those people. No. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, we talk about it like we had to make those sacrifices so that we could have that because it's better. But there are some people who do not have that opportunity and don't have the ability to do that. And they have to both work.
1: Yeah, and that is totally fine. Yeah, and that's at totally the end of the fine day, too. We're all just we're all just trying to survive. That's a fact. You know? God's like,
0: given everybody opportunities, and yeah. sometimes you and just got to do what you, you got to do. Any
1: less of a parent? Yeah. Because you both work or anything like that. Because
0: here's where the belittling comes in. Is that and this is specifically because I see the things that. I have just recently gotten back onto social media as far as, like, Facebook and stuff is concerned. So, the most of the social media stuff that I know of, I see on your phone when you're scrolling. Mm. So, a lot of the stuff I see on your phone is, like, um, as far as this is concerned, you know, the people who are, you know, husband, wife, two, three, four kids, super nice house or whatever, barn dominium or whatever – and they they almost give the impression that this this is what you want.
1: Mm-hmm. That's and, the point.
0: And those videos are being shown to people who who husband and wife both have have to work. They've got three kids and they are struggling. One of them has child support from a different marriage or whatever it may be. People, everybody has their own struggles, mm-hmm. and some of those people are having to see those videos constantly. And seeing what they think that life is supposed to be like, yeah. or what I should have, and why don't I have that? And then it causes depression, and then, yeah. Then and anxiety. We why
1: half the country has depression.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable. If we could just cut everything off, look at your own family, enjoy just them, be happy. just be happy. That you have the ability to breathe and be in front of your family and watch your children grow up. Yeah. I was watching Joe ride that four-wheeler outside today and I just could not get over how happy she looked. Yeah, she has and no care. When I in the say world. four-wheeler, y'all, I don't mean like a legit four-wheeler like cuz that's expensive. This is like a little electric car thing that you ride in the yard. But the look on her face is just like pure happiness. She don't care what the mortgage costs. She don't care what the car payment is. All she cares about is that moment when she's on that little car. Yeah. And flying the wind's flying through her hair, yeah. <laughs> and she's turning around.
1: And Daddy I look, and Daddy I want, look. and I want her to have that for as long as possible. Absolutely. To like to not understand, or to not compare. Yeah. What she has versus what somebody else has. That's oh, why, yeah. I, I and I feel like a lot of parents that have young kids like us. Yeah. That next generation coming up, I feel like maybe things will change because I feel. To to me, anyways, to the friends that I have that have kids, I feel like we're all in agreement that like none of them's getting social media. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I honestly Absolutely. feel like if if everybody of our generation that grew were to up with it would just agree to do that, would just agree to cut it off and not do it or not give them a phone yeah. or whatever, maybe our kids will have a fighting chance. Yeah. And maybe our that generation will be the comeback. Yeah. Of doing things. The right way. and You know, like, I don't know. I just... It's scary. It is very scary.
0: It's scary. But at the end of the day, like I said before, God has provided for us as a family every single step of the way whenever we thought, oh, God, there's no way we're going to get past this. Mm -hmm. Something happens every single time, and we get past it. Yeah. And he provides for us. And I believe... And I would think that you would probably agree with me, correct me if I'm wrong, that if if you will honor God in your, how, your household and try and raise your kids and your family um, as best as you can, then then the same God that has done that for us mm-hmm. can do that for them, mm-hmm. too. No matter what the family situation is, yeah. If we will just stop, take a deep breath, pray, and honor God in our house, He's going to bless us.
1: Yeah, because your your kids and their kids and their kids, they reap what yeah we sowed. Yeah. So
0: absolutely, and we're reaping what our parents sowed. Yeah. And learning from that, and trying to move forward with it, with it, and good or bad. And so ultimately um thank you Jessica for that those couple questions uh, on America and uh she didn't really ask about the one income household thing but I felt that it was a a good time to talk about that at the beginning of the year and you know if yeah. we think it's a good idea or not so but I think I've said my my piece on that man that was a that was a good one yeah um I enjoyed talking about that do you have anything else
1: I mean Do you want to talk about that?
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that.
1: I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, with let's that. talk about that. Okay.
0: Um, Speaking about money and one-income households.
1: And God providing. And God
0: providing. Let's talk for just a minute before we wrap it up about tithing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. This is this is for the any listeners who are listening who are not believers as far as being a Christian who are not believers. Um this is going to be like probably the boringest part of this for yeah. you. Um I hope that you would stay and listen, but you don't have to. You might learn something. You might learn something maybe. Um but tithing is something that um Basically, in a nutshell, can you describe or just explain tithing?
1: It's you... Because I'm having
0: a hard time coming up with what to say about it's
1: that. It's you giving back to God one, what he's already given you. So basically, he allows you yeah. to wake up, breathe, yeah, go to work, and make money to provide. So in return you give him a tenth of that back Mm -hmm. basically is saying a thank you for letting me live and be allowed to go to work. Giving me what I do have. Yeah. It's just a a thankfulness. Yeah. Um and a lot of people struggle with it.
0: I know I have. Yeah. And I
1: and I have friends that we've talked.
0: I have. That's one thing that I've noticed about you since we've been together. Is you all, and you can always assume something about somebody from the outside looking in. Um, but I would like to think that I know you pretty well. We've yeah. been married what, four years now. Almost. Almost four years. Um, you never gave the vibe that you struggled whatsoever with tithing. Now, there was a portion of our time when we first got together where we just didn't we do that. We church. weren't in church. Yeah. Um,
1: and it, It bothered me so much because I knew. Yeah. And I really felt like we were struggling and we were going to struggle because we weren't doing that.
0: Yeah. And uh, you never really seemed to have a struggle with that. Once we did start going, you know, once we got back in church and kind of got our lives turned around a little bit. it's just never a question. It's never been a question for you, but it always has been a question for me. Um, And even now, I still have those thoughts sometimes. And I know that we um if anyone is wondering we do pay our tithes now we pay i'm a haley kind of takes care of that part for us because she's our money queen
1: every paycheck every paycheck 10%. it's the first thing
0: she does i 10%. don't pay
1: another bill yeah we don't pay any like bills when you get paid on yeah whatever day it is thursday yeah when i wake up that morning i pay my i pay our tithes before i do yeah. anything else
0: and sometimes it's like, I feel like. And
1: it's nice now because you can pay them online. Yeah, you can pay
0: them online. We,
1: it was a real struggle when we were still having to like oh, go man, get it at out. at our, our other church that yeah.
0: we went to, we had to pay them go get it out and put it in an offering plate and all that stuff. Which I Which do, do kind of is miss that. Yeah, there is a. Uh,
1: it You have to be more thoughtful yeah. with being intentional and in going true. to get it.
0: And then back in the day, you know, Bible times, they had to bring it to, you know, yeah. bring their offerings to the church and it wasn't just money like cattle and all kind of stuff you know so there was a lot of work involved in it but i think for me it's just always been one of those things where and maybe this is this is the the provider in me Mm. that says this but um i've always had that little voice in the back of my head like yes you know, my heart says, yes, let's do this. God deserves, well, he doesn't want it, but he deserves at least 10% mm-hmm. of what I have to honor him. And I get it, and I'm on board with it, and I love it, and I want to do it. But there's a little voice in the back of my head says that, but you could still, But you don't have to do that. Yeah. You could yeah. still just go to church and be who you are and be a Christian and be a good person and still go to heaven and not give him $200 out of your 2000
1: Yeah. Well, and I, and, I feel like everybody does have that voice, though. It's not just you yeah. because it's the devil. We have we're, And
0: that little voice also says at the end of that, and no one will ever know. Yeah. Except
1: for... The church bookkeeper.
0: <laughs> well, that and God. <laughs> yeah. And God. But I'm saying, nobody that, none of your friends will ever know. Yeah. And you could, but you I, know?
1: Yeah, I just.
0: And it's hard because I, I legitimately, in my heart, I want to do that and I want to honor God, God in that way and I want my family to honor God in that way. And I've always looked up to you for that. Because you've always been so steadfast on that specific topic and so strong in it. Because there's been weeks where I'm like, God, how are we going to pay this
1: bill? And I'm just like, it bill? doesn't matter.
0: And she says, it doesn't matter. Paying the ties. We'll figure that bill out later. Yeah. And, and then it,
1: there's been times when you were like, no, like this has to get paid. Yeah. And I'm like, it will. And we've will.
0: legitimately had fights about it. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I'm like, it will. And I, and then I just remember some, like, I I think there was one time and I said, do you not have enough faith in God that he will not come up with this money to yeah. pay this and between now and then? that's a
0: serious question. And sometimes, I mean, I would like to think that 24-7, uh, seven, you know, 365. I mean, we all have weak
1: moments in our faith.
0: Yeah. But anytime something comes to do with money, my faith gets real weak. Yeah. And that's a problem.
1: Yeah. Well, what's weak for you is not for yeah. me and I have other weak points. Yeah. So. but I mean, I do think that's a natural thing to have like a part of you that's like yeah. oh, I don't know. Because do this.
0: my my role in our family is the person who, you know, up to this point it has been anyway, is the person who goes to work works hard, and, and makes enough money to bring home to our family so that we can, one, pay our bills and put food on our table. And I think about all of those things that we, ha- that we have to do with that money, even mm-hmm. while I'm working for it. Mm-hmm. And then after all of that, when I get that money, the thought of chipping the corner or chipping a little bit off of that money and then just sending it to the church. And I know that you're not just sending it to the church. But in that moment, that thought of me is just like, ah, yeah, I want to be you.
1: <laughs> well, it's just, it's flesh. And yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think if, because I mean, there's still a part of me that's like, God, we could really use that 200 for this or that. And then I just, t- I literally have to tell myself like, it's going to get paid no matter what. Yeah, I just don't, I do not worry about money. Yeah.
0: See, I do. Constantly.
1: And I worry about a lot of other things. Yes, you do. But that is just one thing that I've just always been secure. And I feel
0: like the Israelites because it it just is it, it never fails over and over and over again. Since we and this is this did not start necessarily until we began paying our tithes. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it turned the blessing switch on. And I'm not saying for anybody who's listening, I'm not saying. And I don't believe necessarily that the Bible says that if you pay your tithes, God's gonna give you a bunch of money' no, that he, is it he does not say that
1: you and he will make your ends meet. but we
0: can without a shadow of a doubt say that when you start paying your tithes from a good place in your heart and it's coming from the from you to the to that for the right reason, you will see a difference in your life mm-hmm. and we have seen over and over and over again since we started paying our ties. a new bill comes up for five hundred dollars. somehow we get a random six hundred dollars in the bank, yeah from some something we didn't know we even had yeah it just never ever failed it has never failed, yeah. And every single time. Because of
1: that, that's why I don't struggle to pay it.
0: And that's the craziest thing is where I feel like the Israelites is every single time something comes up, immediately I think, oh my God, how are we going to do this? And I don't think back to the 28 other times where God said, oh.
1: You're just walking around the wilderness for 40 years. I am.
0: I'm I'm walking in the wilderness. I am. (laughs) And then she comes in and says, "Uh, have we ever missed one? Or have we ever not paid this? And I got to think. Yeah, I know, but like this is the time where we're gonna miss it. <laughs> and I'm
1: just like, but we're not. But just
0: trust God and relax. Yeah. And I just cannot.
1: I do have it. to look at I it, it like this. I want to. Me and a friend were talking about this the other day. God doesn't need your money. He does not need your ties at all because he's God. He can build whatever with whatever and he doesn't need you at all. I look at your ties as um, I, I guess like a... What are you doing? Sorry, I think I broke the wall. Broke the wall? I didn't
0: really, but keep going.
1: Um, Sorry. I look at tithing as God doesn't need you or your money. Yeah. But when you give that 10%, I feel like God um, takes that money and puts it in a box. He doesn't need it. He doesn't touch it. So... But when you're faithful in that and you're given that with the right heart, all it's almost like a your own little personal savings box with God. Yeah. So that way when something crazy comes up and your refrigerator goes out or your dishwasher leaks all over the floor, your dryer quits working, God dips back into that box and somehow sends that to you. Yeah. To repair those things. Yeah, that is good. And um, when a friend of mine gave me that analogy, I was like, "Wow, that makes sense. that would so definitely explain
0: some of the times that we've had."
1: <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it it really does work like yeah. that. And so why would we not? Because he's going to get his money either way. Either you're not going to pay it, and when that dryer fixes, you're about to.
0: And it's not. E- and it's not even about the money. No,
1: it's it's just, about us
0: honoring him.
1: Yeah, and giving with back what with a have. grateful and thankful yeah. heart. Yeah but i I feel like and
0: it, for it, a family who has has never done this before, who has never paid their tithes before, if it is as as real of a struggle for you as it was for me, you don't even have to start with ten percent. just start
1: give him something something, and I feel like the more you give anything, it slowly becomes easier, yeah. And then,
0: and I can guarantee you that you will see a difference in your life.
1: Yeah,
0: you will just by that one simple act. And there's so many other areas to being a child of God, and and you know receiving blessings and everything. There's so many different areas, but just that one specific area of tithing has legitimately changed. Yeah, the way that we operate financially.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and it's crazy because you're subtracting. Yeah, <laughs> subtracting has given us more. mm Hmm. Which is crazy.
1: It It's because it's not natural. Yeah, it's not. It goes against what is... Everything. Yeah, what you're taught your whole life. It goes against me. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. That's just... I can honestly say that's just one thing that I've never felt. I mean, like I said, we're all human and we're all like, oh, I could really use everything else. But I just... I don't know. I just do it. Yeah. I I don't
0: know. So everybody, that's what,
1: everybody has their own vices. My yeah. my struggle is to read my Bible. I try yeah. it in the morning. I try it at night. Yeah. It doesn't happen every single day, and I hate that. I'm terrible. I have I'm gotten terrible. better. I have gotten a lot better about it because I specifically keep it on my nightstand. Yeah. But it, I'm that's a struggle it, yeah. for me. Like I can get. I can. I will write a check for every dollar that's in our bank account right now. But it is so hard for me. And I think part of it is because when I start reading, I literally. Yeah, please, don't,
0: please don't write that check, by the way. <laughs> I, uh,
1: when I start reading, my mind just like, I start thinking about crazy stuff. Yeah. And it's stuff like in the Bible. Yeah. And then I like, and then I get sleepy and i fall asleep. Yeah. But I have done a lot better. Like I read all of Ephesians all the other week really yeah which isn't a very long book but i'm getting there i awesome. found that if i and it's the same way for me in church like i have to take notes in church otherwise i can't i'm like a squirrel and i'm like i don't know what he just said i'm the
0: opposite if i take notes i won't know what's going on
1: no i have to take notes and i've learned the same thing i i can't go into reading my bible to just opening my bible and reading it
0: i think maybe it's because i listen to podcasts so much because I've I've Probably. tuned my brain to listening to people talk and and do, and doing other things. Yeah. And I think in church I feel the same way as if I'm like taking notes or something I won't get it. But if I but if I'm And a lot of times you've thought it was kind of like disrespectful of me, but I'll be like in a totally different book of the Bible reading yeah, something. That- Aggravates while the preacher me. is preaching. I'm like, you're not even paying but attention. But I love that. And I'm listening, and I'm getting what he's saying. And I'm also, at the same time, reading something else.
1: Yeah, I can And I can that. do that. No, but I have had to learn that when I go in to read my Bible, I'm not just opening it up and reading it. Like, I've had to really, like, pray before I start reading yeah. and take notes. Or I find a topic. Like, here lately, I've been searching and reading every verse in the bible that has to do with anxiety yeah and i've been writing them down because i learn and i memorize things by repetition and writing so yeah. i just have a notebook filled with all kinds of bible verses about really? anxiety
0: that's awesome
1: so that way like i don't know that's cool whenever i have a panic attack i can just be like back up say
0: <laughs> get up off me bro. get off me <laughs> Um, I can't
1: do with this today I got things to do
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got stuff to do that's awesome i'll I'll kind of wrap it up in a with a, a quick story in reference to one income household and tithing and all of that kind of wrapped into one little thing so my my grandpa um I love him sweetest old dude <laughs> on the planet I mean just salt of the earth him and my grandma and you know they're just they're great. And so, in my early, like, entering adult manhood years, like, 20s, early 20s, um, I talked to him. Because in that time, you're trying to figure out, as a, as a man, you're trying to figure out, what kind of job do I need in order to support a family? Yeah. And you're trying to figure out how you're going to do that. And in through the lens of your own new generation Mm -hmm. and all the new things you have to pay for, whatever. So I was having a conversation with my grandpa one time and I told, and I told him, I said, he was asking me how things were going. And I said, it's it's just tough, man. And he's like, what do you, you know, what are you, what are you talking about? What's tough? And I said, look, I need to, I didn't ask you a question. Cause he's like a fountain of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't even have to ask him a question. He's just come in and start telling you and talking about (laughs) it. Yeah. Um, but he's just one of those kind of guys, um, be so full of wisdom that it just spills out. But anyway, I asked him this question and I said, you know, I call him Pawpaw. I said, paul how, how did you do it? And he said, how'd you do what? How did I do what? And I said, how did you have, um, how did you build, buy a house, have land, have cars that worked, have two kids, and have one income, and have a huge spread meal on the table every night. And when I say one income, I mean like legit, a legit income. middle class, like you know, yeah, fifty, sixty thousand dollar income, whatever. Maybe, maybe that much. And how did you have, you know, the the huge spread meal on the on the table every night? Raise the kids, camper. house, camper. Uh, cars, you know, and and Remember how, how did you have it all? It seems like you had it all. Yeah. Um. With one income, because I I've spent the past ten years trying to figure out how to do that myself. Yeah. And that's uh, that's difficult. And I just don't see how it's possible, or didn't at the time. And he said, "Son, I'd put it to you like this: we didn't have, we didn't have the things that you have. We didn't have the things that you have to pay for. I didn't have to pay for those things. We didn't have a phone bill." We didn't even have a phone. He said their whole street had a phone, one phone. Wow. The whole street used the one phone. Yeah. Um, it was just way earlier. Just
1: like a telephone booth at the end of the yeah, street. like for
0: the street. Yeah. So, um or the whole street like somehow shared the phone line
1: That's or something. Crazy. That's so crazy, yeah. I wish I could. He see said we that. didn't have a
0: phone bill. We didn't have seven different kinds of insurance we didn't have an internet bill because we didn't have internet that wasn't a thing yeah we didn't have uh like i said seven different kinds of insurance for every hair on your head nobody had doctor bills because you didn't go to the doctor because nobody was sick all your food half of your food came from the garden behind the house yeah you didn't you didn't have streaming services you had a tv that picked up channels through the the airwaves or whatever it was, it. not air, well, whatever it was, antenna or something. And there's like three channels and you didn't have to pay for them. It's public. Um, he said 50, you know, 65, 70% of the things you pay for, for your family. I didn't even have those things. We paid for the water bill. Well, we water was, the water was well. Yeah. So you didn't have to pay for water and they had a septic tank. So, the, that, was, that wasn't that was even a bill. There was no other bill there. You just used the earth. Yeah. And then all they had to pay for was electricity.
1: I'm sure they probably had gas back then.
0: Yeah, yeah, and gas, yeah, electric and stuff. And he said, I didn't have 75% of the bills that you have or that you're going to have. And I just never thought about it like that. And if you th- if you look at all the things that you and I as a family now in 2024 have, 50 years ago, half of this stuff, half of these bills didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And we wonder why people ate seven, six, seven course meals every night mm-hmm. and only one person worked and they had everything they needed. It's because they just didn't need everything.
1: And we wonder why half our, uh, America in themselves wasn't morbidly obese with heart yeah. disease because they ate what they fresh vegetables what came from them. And
0: those meals that they cooked. And yeah, they cooked fried pork chops and stuff back then, yeah. but it was all fresh. Everything's so good.
1: Fresh and natural and there wasn't chemicals yeah. and additives and
0: And I just always really thought that was a neat story when he told me that it kinda like opened my eyes that like, holy crap, I really don't need all any of this, this any of this.
1: If you have power and water You're good. You can you're, yeah. you're good.
0: Let if your phone bill cuts off you're fine. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. If you're, you know, I mean, you got to have car insurance. But the rest of all this stuff, you know, yeah. you just don't need all this stuff. All these streaming services, the internet bill, all that stuff. If push comes to shove and the country, like, goes nuts, all that stuff's going to be cut out anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you the know? power grid goes down. All yeah, people, you're done. All these people that do social media for a living, they're not yeah. going to be able to pay their house payment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And so, hopefully, they got a lot of money saved up, yeah, hopefully, in jars or whatever, yeah. but anyway, I thought that was a real so
1: thing. much is based on technology now, yeah, and yeah. we just don't we need don't realize
0: it. it and or need it, yeah, when you have the ability to have a, a wholesome family and and raise your family, you already have what you need, yeah, um, this is just other junk, mhm-, sometimes the junk is fun, yeah, but you it's know, okay, it's to okay to have things, have. yeah.
1: And I'm not saying good, we should... To have convenience. Yeah,
0: I'm not saying we should go back to when they had nothing. Yeah. And ate vegetables out of the garden all the time. I mean, I'm not saying we should go back to all of that. But there when is... There's there bits is and That we can take from it and apply to us today. Yeah. There's definitely is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. I just thought it was a good story to kind of end things on. Yeah,
1: that was good.
0: All righty. Um you feel good? I yeah. feel great. I feel great. That that was probably my favorite episode that we've done yet.
1: Yeah, it was a good one.
0: Um now our backs are broken.
1: I know, I hate this. I'm not doing this again.
0: <laughs> you could try this seat next week, maybe. Maybe. And then if that's not comfortable, I'm a chair.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you agree that it, we've both been more pungent just by being in here.
1: I've been more awake.
0: Yeah. Um so anyway, sorry, we're having a conversation here that we probably should have it later. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so we're going to wrap it up now, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um. Episode six, that's a wrap. And uh, if you guys have any, so real quick, before we cut it off, I told you guys last week that if you wanted to send in something to uh, us, you can do it on Facebook. I have, there has been, we created a Facebook page this week. If you look it up on Facebook, it's totally worth it podcast. It's got our picture, contact information, whatever. But last week I mentioned an email address that I created and it was totally worth it pod at gmail.com. Now somebody reached out to us, said, Hey, we sent something to the email address, but it said that the email address didn't exist. Here's why the email does exist. But Google, when I created it, somehow thought that we were using it for nefarious purposes or whatever. And so they disabled that email address. And I'm waiting on the appeal that I sent in to, That's so crazy. I don't know like why they did that. So I, I typed out a big explanation for them and was like, hey, d- hey, no, I, have no <laughs> I need I have that email no, address. I no doubt that you did that. I did. It was very uh, to the point. Uh, But anyway, so that email address is kind of not working right now, so just reach out to us on social media, Facebook. uh, Reach out to Haley in direct message or me in a direct message or whatever. Um, You can uh, get in touch with us somehow, I'm sure. Um, If you got any ideas for topics or anything like that that you want us to maybe address in a future episode, that'll be cool. We've also got some ideas coming up that we're going to do on some kind of like whole entire episode talks on a certain few things. And we've also got a few people that we've been talking about. We have not talked to these people or even asked them, but we've all all already been kind of discussing a few people that we know and follow on certain issues and topics and stuff that we thought would think would be super cool if we could maybe get them on the podcast and talk to them. And we're also working on testing out some video stuff for like YouTube um, cause eventually I think we're going to move in towards like a video podcast. Um, but we're working on that kind of stuff now in the background too. Um, so once again, thank you guys so much for listening. Anything else for you to say, Haley? No,
1: let's go to bed.
0: Let's go to bed. She sure, wants to go to bed guys. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. All right. Bye. Bye. See you next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs>